Hello, and welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers in instructional design and online learning development. I'm your host, Crystal Harper. I'm a former school teacher who transitioned to instructional design, all while working full-time as a single mom. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer without the burden of earning another degree? Well, then let's get started. Today, I'm going to give you all the details on getting started in designing an e-learning course from scratch, the step-by-step process that will show you how to become an expert instructional designer and e-learning course creator. At the end of this challenge, you will have built a solid foundation for an e-learning course and a successful career in instructional design. And then after the completion of the challenge, I will also provide you with directions on how you can continue enhancing your skills if you're interested in learning more. But either way, you will leave here in the right direction to designing an e-learning course from scratch and becoming a master instructional designer after participating in this challenge. Now in today's training, I'm going to teach you the first two steps, which are helping you understand your learners and assigning course goals and objectives. In the first step, helping you understand your learners, you will first develop what is called a learner analysis. So let's begin. Far too often, too many assumptions are made about learners. Instructors often assume that they already know how students learn, what motivates them to learn, and what their attitudes are towards learning. The first step in creating effective learning experiences in any learning environment is to analyze your learners. It's essential to understand who you are teaching, such as grade level, knowledge they are bringing to the topic, learning characteristics, previous experiences with the topic, and attitudes they may have towards the topic. To apply more student-centered techniques and develop innovative learning environments that utilize a variety of resources, it's often necessary to gather data about your learners' needs and interests, as well as key contextual factors. When face-to-face, it may be easier to assess their learning style of visually watching them. In the online learning environment, making it even more critical to consider the variety of ways students learn and to create learning experiences that support more than one learning style. Understanding the learners is a significant factor in designing an online course. The course needs to be designed to support and engage the learners. Conducting a learner analysis can help make a course more productive and effective as well as increase motivation in the students. Instructional designers often do not know much about the target learners, nor do they necessarily know the instructional and or performance setting for which they are designing training. Therefore, a learner analysis is critical for identifying key learner factors that may affect the design of instruction. A learner analysis is important to help shape and guide instruction, as well as determine how instruction should be designed. A learner analysis can reveal important variables that may affect the learner and must be addressed during the design and delivery process. This knowledge allows you to tailor your instructional design and delivery approaches to better meet the needs of your learners. Learner analysis results provide instructors with information about key learner characteristics, including prior and prerequisite skills. The information will be used to design appropriate instructional strategies and assessment methods that fit the learner. The better you understand your learner's needs, the easier it is to create engaging and motivating learning experiences. Furthermore, by considering how different they learn, can ensure they develop lessons and evaluations that address the various needs of multiple learners. 
the aspects that should be included in the learner analysis includes entry behaviors, prior knowledge of the topic, attitudes, general academic motivation, educational and ability level, and learning styles. Now let's talk more about each of these aspects in more detail. Entry behaviors are special skills and knowledge that learners must possess prior to instruction to accomplish the specified goal, because they will not necessarily be covered in the instruction. These prerequisite skills and knowledge may be related directly to the content or may be associated with the delivery system. During your learner analysis, you are determining if learners possess the entry behaviors and noting implications for instructional design, delivery, and or evaluation. Prior knowledge of the topic. This category includes knowledge that your learners already possess on which they can contribute to build new skills. This is also important so that instruction can build and relate to prior knowledge and so time spent instructing students based on learning new material as opposed to teaching an area in which they are already familiar. It also provides an opportunity to see if learners possess discrepancies or misconceptions about the topic so that they can be clarified during instruction. Unlike entry behaviors, prior knowledge focuses on the instructional topic and describes skills and knowledge relative to the topic in general. Entry behaviors concentrate on those skills and knowledge learners must have prior to instruction to accomplish the goal that may or may not be directly related to the primary instructional topic. You need to address learners' feelings about subject matter and skills to be learned. Included in this area should be learners' perceived levels of attention, relevance, confidence, and satisfaction toward the content information to be covered by the course. The ARCS model of motivational design, attention, relevance, confidence, and satisfaction, helps instructors systematically analyze the motivation of their students. Following these four steps in this model enables instructors to effectively support motivation level of their learners. Learners' attitudes towards content information and towards the delivery system are motivational factors that are better analyzed using the ARCS model of motivational design, and that learners' motivation to learn, or general academic motivation, should be considered as more of a motivational trait than a state. A person's self-reported attitudes are thought to be as indicators of their motivation. For instance, students' perceived levels of attention, relevance, confidence, and satisfaction are believed to represent their attitudes towards instruction in specific situations, rather than in general. It is suggested that instructional designers address ARCs when describing learners' motivation for instruction. In general, are students motivated to learn? What motivates them to study? What demotivates them in general? So now that you have a better understanding about the important first step helping you understand your learners, I guarantee that you will succeed faster if you focus on your learners first. Then build your course around the results you get from your learner analysis. This important first step is going to help you with all the following steps in the instructional design process. Learner analyses are used by team members during the design phase of the instructional design process, which begins with determining course goals and objectives. One of the biggest challenges that all instructional designers or course creators face 
is the challenge of effectively communicating their message both verbally and visually. In order to successfully speak to your learners through the written and visual elements you've chosen, you need to clearly understand your target audience. By analyzing your learners, you will be able to collect all the necessary data to create engaging e-learning courses that effectively communicate your instructional design strategies. You need to ask what the learner's preferences are and create your course around those preferences. When I first started out in designing online courses, I skipped this important first step. I never thought of analyzing my students when I was teaching face-to-face, -face, so the whole idea seemed like it was just a waste of time. However, after learning how important it is, especially online, to create content that is tailored towards students' specific needs and interests, I learned in my graduate studies at the University of Central Florida that the courses that I was designing were not nearly as engaging and effective for the learners that they could be. A learner analysis ensures that the learners benefit from a productive learning environment that can leave a lasting impact on their lifelong learning. Remember, the better you understand your learners' needs, the easier it is to create engaging and motivating learning experiences. This is not just theory, it's backed up by statistics of which instructional designers succeed and which ones fail. I have seen it over and over again in online courses, and I've also seen it over and over in my e-learning and instructional design for beginners community members courses. When you think learners first, success happens. So why are you having trouble figuring out where to start in the instructional design process? Because you're focusing on all the wrong things. Your learners must be the focus and you must solve your learners actual problems. You must think learner first. So you can choose, are you going to do this the unsuccessful and boring way or the engaging and effective way? In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you will learn everything you need to know about conducting an analysis on your learners. In the community, I teach you a variety of techniques for acquiring the data, as well as how to utilize all the data gathered from your analysis. At the end of this challenge on day three, I will tell you more about how you can join the community. So after you've completed a learner analysis and have a very clear picture of your learners, you will then be ready for the next step in the instructional design process. Your next step is to make sure that the learners are reaching the desired learning destination. And how is this done? By creating clear goals and learning objectives that move the learners toward the goal in a specific and measurable way. However, successfully writing goals and learning objectives is not always as easy as it may seem. One of the biggest instructional design challenges is to design and develop an e-learning course that's properly aligned with the learning objectives and at the same time interactive and engaging. And in order to write clear learning objectives, you must first clearly define a goal statement for your course. Writing your course goal statement down will help you not only get a clear idea of where to start and what outline to follow, but also not to lose focus with respect to your goals throughout the design and development phase. So what's the difference between learning goals and learning objectives? Designers need to have a distinct understanding between learning objectives and goals. The course goal is the broad skill or skills that is the ultimate desired outcome. And then the learning objectives break down the primary goal so that there are more smaller specific goals to follow. 
You want to cover the fundamental points or create a step-by-step -step process that helps the learner reach the ultimate goal. You need to use the learning objectives as part of your overall course design to guide the user through the entire learning experience. So in the second step of the Harper method, you will define the course goals statement as well as write your learning objectives. So let's take a look at the training. It's especially important in an e-learning course to be sure that you have clearly defined goals and learning objectives. It's important in the beginning of the instructional design process to either A, define a goal statement or verify the accuracy and appropriateness of a goal statement given to you by your client, and B, analyze the goal and identify key components of the goal. If the goal is unclear, subsequent planning can become unclear and ineffective and learners may have difficulties discerning the overall purpose of the instruction. It's also important to determine what your target learners must know and be able to perform the goal. The goal analysis process will ensure that you have determined the major steps necessary to complete your goal and that you account for these steps in your instruction. The results of a good analysis will help you define the scope and sequence of your instruction, including the number, nature, and sequence of instructional units to be contained in your course or training program. An instructional goal statement may be derived from a list of goals from a front-end analysis, from practical experience from someone else who is already delivering instruction, or from other requirements for new instruction. The scope of your instructional goal will determine the amount of instruction that will be necessary to achieve the goal. A relatively extensive goal may require a series of workshops or a semester of coursework to accomplish. Less extensive goals may take anywhere from a few hours to a few weeks to attain. Instructional goal statements should contain a clear statement of learner outcomes and delimit the field of study. When developing a goal statement, attention should be given to the importance or relevance of the e-learning course by associating course content with authentic needs and or proficiencies. An instructional goal statement should be written in terms of what is expected from students, painting a picture of what you want your students to know and be able to do at the end of your course. Analysis of the goal includes the classification of the goal and by either identifying the major steps necessary to perform the goal or by identifying simple to complex versions of the whole task being performed in real life. A goal analysis illustrates the relationship between the major steps or whole task examples. The purpose is to identify and communicate what learners need to be able to do to accomplish the goal and to determine the scope and sequence of instructional units to be included in a course or training program. This information will be used to help you identify the specific skills and knowledge that will then be transformed into the learning objectives for your instructional unit. Research suggests that students perform better in an instructional situation if they have a clear understanding of what is expected of them, and this is especially important in e-learning courses. Instructors should communicate to students what they are expected to know and be able to do as a result of the instruction. Such statements are known as learning objectives. The writing of objectives is probably one of the best known components of the instructional design process. Since the 1960s, thousands of educators have been trained on writing learning objectives. However, major difficulties emerged from this approach. In this second part of the course, you will develop and or analyze your already created learning objectives for your e-learning course based on your goal analysis. In an e-learning course, learners need to have a clear understanding of what is expected of them. 
Instructors should communicate with the students what the students are to know and be able to do as a result of the instruction. Such statements are known as learning objectives. Learning objectives describe what the learners should be able to do as a result of the e-learning course. They describe what learners can do and what they complete in a unit or module of instruction and are typically derived from a goal analysis. In comparison, enabling objectives describe the sub-skills, knowledge, or attitudes learners require to achieve the terminal objective and are derived from the skills in your goal analysis. Now remember, the better you understand your course goal, the easier it is to write measurable learning objectives for your course. This is not theory. It's backed up by statistics on which instructional designers succeed and which ones fail. When you write your course goals and then your learning objectives, success happens. So why are you having trouble with creating a course again? Because you're focusing on all the wrong things. Your course goal must be the focus after your learner analysis and then write the learning objectives. You must think goal first, learning objectives second. So you can choose. Are you going to do this the unsuccessful and boring way or the engaging and effective way? In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you will learn everything you need to know about conducting a goal analysis. In the community, I teach you three ways to analyze your written goal statement, how to classify your goal statement using Gagne's five domains of learning, the ABCDs of writing learning objectives, and also how to identify, cluster, and sequence your learning objectives. And again, at the end of this challenge, on day three, I will tell you exactly how you can join the community. All right, so here's today's daily challenge. So now that you've learned the first two steps in the Harper Method, helping you understand your learners and assigning your course goals and learning objectives, it's now your turn to take a stab at what you've just learned. Following the provided worksheet, go ahead and fill in the blanks to begin designing your future e-learning course. Try your best to be as accurate and as specific as possible. After completing your worksheet, be sure to save it in a Google Doc and share it with other members in the challenge. This will be a great way for all of us to learn from one another, provide feedback, and share our hard work with each other. Now remember, you will succeed faster if you follow a plan when designing an online course. You're going to need a process that allows you to meet that demand by creating numerous modules for your courses. By following this straightforward process outlined in the challenge, you can have a smooth production process that's consistent and doesn't compromise on quality. As time goes on, this process will become second nature and you'll only get faster. But most importantly, you'll realize that all of your hard work was well worth it when you see that you've fostered a group of engaged learners. So now let's review what you've learned today in day one of the challenge. First, you learned why you need to determine the needs of your learners in an e-learning course, which will help you set a strong foundation for your course. Next, you learned about setting effective course goals and the process of turning those course goals into learning objectives. And lastly, I provided you with a worksheet that will help you outline your learner analysis, your course goal, and learning objectives. Now, in day two of the challenge, you are going to learn steps three and four, which are resources, select and prepare resources, tools, and strategies. And then the next step is participation, determine assignments, assessments, and feedback. 
In step three, you will lay out each of your newly defined objectives and determine the resources you will use for your learners to master these objectives. This includes the technology, media, materials, and strategies that you will be using in the course or modules. And then in step four, after you've collected and created all the resources for your module or course, you will then determine how to plan and assess your learners. I can't wait to teach you these next two steps in the Harper Method. Have a great day. All right, that wraps up this week's podcast episode. And if you want some more help and more guidance, then make sure that you sign up for my free e-learning and instructional design for beginners toolkit. Tools and processes that'll actually help you start grow and advance your instructional design and e-learning course development career. This toolkit will provide you with everything that you need to get started for a successful career in instructional design. Just go to www.eteachonline.com toolkit. So if you liked this podcast, then you should definitely sign up for the toolkit. Just head to my website at www.eteachonline.com toolkit. I've also got a ton of other free resources that can help you succeed in instructional design. Visit my website at www.eteachonline.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today.